Is everybody ready to rock it? Ready and rocking and rolling. Yeah. <laughs> it's time for another amazing Cause I Have To podcast. When living your dream, everybody, <laughs> is the, is the only, only option. <laughs> we, are, uh, we love to do this, bringing back a former guest. She was one of our top listened to podcasts of 2022. Uh, she is, well, okay, this is a great quote. From the last podcast, pasta, wine, and plants. What else do you need? She ain't is a plant. Truth. What was that? I said, ain't that the truth? Yeah. <laughs> she is a plantress who is running her own company, the founder of Hummingbird Roots, an indoor plant installation and retail company. Uh, since our last meeting, she's gotten married. So she went from Melina Frenzel to Melina Lindsay. Yep. But all of a sudden she told us, that she's blowing up her whole life. <laughs> that sounds so fun. <laughs> uh, we can't wait to find out why, who, when, and where. And that is all coming up next. Welcome to season three in 2023 of the Cuz I Have To podcast. When living your dream is the only option. We are your host, Julie Slater. And I'm Jason Friday. We'll be chatting with each other and guests who are pursuing their biggest dreams, facing their fears. And we hope to inspire you to live your dreams. Now let's get to it. And we're back. Okay. <laughs> well, first of all, how does it feel, Melina, to be a wife? Ah, uh, you know... It rocks. I don't hate it. It doesn't suck. Um, nice. I think it was kind of immediate that we were both, uh, my husband's name is Matt. Um, Matt and I were talking about like, you know, we kind of reconvene and talk about kind of updates happening in our lives and whatnot. And after we got married, I had asked him, you know, do you feel different? And he agreed to that. I think we both kind of felt like we were in this cool, like exclusive club that nobody gets to be in. And there was just this like, I don't know, weird, cool, like <laughs> stronger bond that we have, which sounds really cliche, but yeah. Marriage, nice. marriage is great. We like it. <laughs> when did you get married? Was it September? Yeah, September 19th. That was our seven year dating anniversary. Oh, it's very sweet. Oh my God. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, we were uh we were coming up on seven years and Matt had asked me, you know, Hey, our anniversary's coming up. Um, we don't have any plans. What do you want to do? And you know, we, had all, we, we had been engaged yeah, since uh, Christmas Eve. And I was like, do you want to just get married? He's like, fuck yeah, let's do it. So we did it. We went to, um, there's this park uh, really close to where we live called Cheeseman Park. And we set our vows um, behind the pavilion and it was beautiful. It was a beautiful day in Denver. And Sun was shining, blue skies. It wasn't too hot, and it was just us. And then uh, Sierra took the pictures, and it was just like it was perfect. Uh, another former guest, yep, yeah. uh, Sierra, yep. who was a photographer, mm -hmm. and you guys became friends in Denver, right? Yep. How yeah, long we... have you been living in Denver? Uh it will be four years at the end of this month. But you've decided to blow up your whole life your and whole leave life. Denver. Yep. What is we, happening? Uh, <laughs> when does so, this come into play? You're leaving when? This coming weekend? We're literally leaving in like on the 15th. Yeah. 
Oh my god. Yeah. I keep like yesterday it happened where I was like, someone had asked, like, oh, when are you leaving? And I was like, oh, this weekend. And then I stopped and he's like, Oh my god, I'm gonna have a panic attack. It's actually (laughs) happening. Um, but yeah, we I think it had been in both of our hearts for um a little while. You know, we both collectively decided for, you know, our lives and our future that we don't want to have kids, but we want to love all the kids, you know, in our lives and around us. And, you know, all of our friends are having babies right now. We really want to be there for that. Um, We miss our families and we also really want to buy a house and to be able to do that in Denver just isn't feasible um, for us while we're paying rent here. So we're moving so back where, to Portland. So where are you originally from? Portland? Um, yeah. So we're, I'm from about an hour south of Portland. And Matt grew up just outside of Portland in a town called Wilsonville. Um, and so, yeah, we both kind of, I think, have had Portland in our hearts for a while. And what, I don't even really know how it came about. Like Matt made a joke, like a passive joke, a couple days after we got married. And I think it had been on his heart for a little while, too. Uh-huh. And... I was like, when he made that joke, I was like, yeah, I think it's, I think it's time. And he was kind of blown away. Like, wait, really? You are, you want to do this too? And I was like, yep, I do. And then it's kind of, um, I don't know if it's just who we are as people or what, but I feel like naturally whenever we kind of come up with an idea and it's a little bit adventurous, we're both kind of gung-ho on it. And that's kind of how Denver came about too. So we're just now uh, what about your company you've been running it for like two years how many yeah roots? yeah so it became um really Super successful, successful and then you're like Super i'm dropping successful. it yeah enough I'm with done. this enough with success i'm out so, <laughs> who That's wants a successful life um, yeah right yeah so we uh as we we're kind of making this decision and you know work and you know hummingbird roots has been really successful i got to um i want to say up to 25 ish clients give or take. Um, my retention rate, I was at a hundred percent the entire time, minus one business who they went out of business, um, for a lot of different reasons. Um, but things were going really well. And I think kind of in the spirit of who I am, um, I like to be able to like end things or pass things on when they're still in a good place. Um, cause I get burnt out <clears throat> pretty easily. So I knew that, you know, I wanted to be able to close this chapter and start a next one while I still felt really good about it. So I think the most stressful part within this entire life transition that we're doing is being able to find a buyer for hummingbird roots. Um, But kind of what came down to it after getting my business evaluated and seeing what it was worth and what this whole transition is going to look like. um, I've decided to keep the brand, um, keep hummingbird roots, keep the name, keep my Instagram, and then just sell my book of business. Um, so all of my clients will, you know, be passed on to somebody else and be taken care of. Um, and then I'm able to start this um, when we move to Portland. Wow. So you'll keep the business going. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. That is so crazy. So hold on. You were in, you were in the state of Oregon your whole life until four years ago. Correct. Denver for four years going Mm -hmm. back. Yep. Selling your business after Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Yep. <laughs> and start a new one going back to Portlandia. Yep. Yep. Dude. And what, what does Matt do? Is he part of the business or no? No. So he, yes and no. Um, his name was never officially on anything, but I'd always call him my sexy janitor because he cleans up after me anytime I have a big project <laughs> that I need some help with heavy lifting Sexy on. janitor. <laughs> my sexy janitor. There's some dirt over here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
so yeah, he's, he was a big help, um, really starting Hummingbird Roots. Um, and we would bounce a lot of ideas off of each other, um, just getting it started because neither of us had ever obviously started a business before and I had no idea what the hell I was doing. So, um, he has, he works in, um, he works in tech, but the HR kind of solutions is his kind of niche. And so he, a lot of like the uh, legality and like how to do things the right way was a really big, um, he was a really big support system in that aspect. You know, he also gave me my first 500 bucks to be like, Hey, you know, here's this money, figure out what you want to do. And (laughs) then I did it. Um, That's so rad. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he has been um, just a really big, really big emotional support system for me. And then he does a lot of heavy lifting when I physically need it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You always need one of those around. Hey, yes, yes, we do. Thank you. (laughs) Can you carry these pots down three flights of stairs, please? Thanks. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks. So now when you made the decision to leave Denver, Mm -hmm. what feelings came up? Like, were you, have you had any like emotional roller coaster over it or has it just been whole from day one when we were like hey let's do this um I feel like there's at least every other day there's been at least a tear shed (laughs) um for either it because of stress or because you know it's this is hands down the most bittersweet thing I've ever done um it was extremely bittersweet moving away from Portland um but it was also just a really necessary step that Matt and I both needed for our lives um, as individuals and as a couple um, to grow. And then moving to Denver with, with COVID and multiple career changes for both Matt and I and starting a business and selling a business. Um, I feel like I've lived 10 lives since, wow. since being here in the four years that we've been here. And I think, um, you know, now going back home and being, the same, but like also completely different people. Um, and just having as much growth and like expansion that we've both had as individuals and as a couple. Um, yeah, it's like the most bittersweet thing I've ever, ever done. And like this week, it'll be my last week doing plant care for all my clients. And then are you going to cry at each place? Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> There's been a lot of tears shed by myself usually too, because I, I usually go when they're like closed or, um, during their downtime and stuff. So I'm not interacting with a ton of people usually when I go water and if I'm not crying while I'm watering. I'll cry when I get in my car. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Um, you'll, but, you'll put on the toughness, like, yeah, Hey guys, great. Thanks for everything. You yeah, shut the thanks. door. <laughs> That's, that's yeah. generally that's generally how I work. Let um, it rain, yeah. Yeah, but this is this is my last week of like official plant care, and then leave um, on Sunday or Saturday or Sunday, depending on how quickly we get the pack or truck packed up. And then um, I will fly back to Denver on the twenty third in the morning, so that I can have this new person who's going to be taking over shadow me, and we can get. Um, some client consent form signed and then the 27th will be my like last last day and then i'm outie wow are you having going away parties yeah we're having um we're having a going away party at uh one of um one of my i don't want to pick favorites but definitely one of my favorite clients it's a brewery called um, bear brewing 
And um, they were one of my first um, handful of brewery projects that I was really, really, really proud of. And I became super close with the owner and all their staff. And um, so we're having our going away party on Thursday. So when Matt goes and picks up the truck on Friday, I expect to be in rough shape um, just (laughs) with all of the friends that are coming. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It must must be wild, too, though, like to go back to Portland and then start this company back up. Like now you've had all this you must have a lot more confidence about it all. You've already done it all, mm-hmm. like literally beginning to end, and now you could pop it back up. There's yeah. a lot of things I feel like I have now in my arsenal that I can learn from and things that I would do differently. Um, yeah, and with the confidence piece of it, just knowing my worth now. Um, when I started uh, Hummingbird, I think we, what we talked about the last time um, in the last podcast is that you know, I started Hummingbird because because I had to, and um, that's I was right. In, I was in yeah. such a low place um, with for a lot of reasons, career wise. I felt lost, and you know, I'm smack dab in the middle of a global pandemic, and no one knows what the hell they're doing. And um, you know, to be able to climb out of that, and because I was able to create something, um, was you know, that'll give you a lot of confidence in being able to. Yeah kind of be fearless in the pursuit of, you know, what I want to do. And now going into it, knowing my worth and knowing the boundaries that I have and what to ask for and when to say no and shoot, even like things like pricing. Like I I was pricing myself so low just for fear of wanting to, you know, make everybody happy and be, you know, acceptable. And now I'm like, hell no, give me that money. Like (laughs) I deserve this. No, that's wow. exactly like so you said self-worth. That is more valuable than anything in your life almost. Not really, Absolutely. but you know what I mean? I mean, it's yeah. it's it's yeah. freaking up there. Yeah. And and I and that's so God, what a success story you are. That's insane. <laughs> I freaking love that. Yeah. Seriously, that's badass. With I mean, it's I'd say self-worth is probably one of the most important things you can have in life because if you yeah. don't have self-worth, a lot of other things won't work out for you. Right. Um even last night, you know, I was kind of in panic mode because I knew I had to fly back here after we move. Um, and, you know, I hadn't bought my plane ticket yet. I didn't know where I was going to stay. And I didn't, I didn't want to couch surf because it's like, I'm 32 years old, like my back, my back can't handle a couch for more than a night. <laughs> and, uh, and I didn't want to spend a ton of money. And so first step was getting my plane ticket and I ended up getting a plane ticket for $125 round trip. And that's with like being able to, you know, cancel it if I need to, or have, you know, the insurance if it gets canceled. Um, and then I posted on my Instagram saying like, Hey, I need a place, um, you know, spare bedroom, just, you know, I won't be there for most of the day, but I need a good place to put my head at night. And immediately, someone messaged me as actually Sierra's cousin. And she said, you know, Hey, I'm going to be gone all week. You can have my whole apartment. And oh my gosh. Yeah. So oh, just to wow. be able to put, I don't know, to put what you need out in the universe um, and knowing your self-worth and, you know, just kind of all of these things, being able to put that out in the universe and get what you need back is definitely something that I have to remind myself that, you know, Hey, good things are out there. You just need to you need to go and get them. And yeah. Um, yeah, I think after, you know, recognizing what I am capable of, you know, it became a lot easier to do that. So, yeah. 
You've learned As so much. Yeah, really. I was going to say. I really have. <laughs> you, you have. That's great. Yeah. Wow. Well, it's now exciting. you're moving back to a place where there's no sales tax, right? Oh, thank God. <laughs> man, oh, man. I'm psyched for that. It's going to be so good. It's, it's so like, funny. Like, what a difference something like that can make that, that you know, maybe not most people, but quite a bit of people don't even think about. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, wow. You yeah. Know? And then well, there's other states like that have no uh, sales income tax, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, uh, state income tax, which is like, holy crap. Yeah, no kidding. I It's one thing being on the like spending end of being in a state that does sales tax. But then when you're having to bill in a yeah. state that has Texas. sales tax, it's oh, like gosh. when I'm giving my quotes or when I'm giving my prices with when I do my uh, project proposals, it's one price. But then when it actually gets sent out, because I'm not going to say like, hey, just so you know, like you have to buffer for sales tax. It's kind of a given. Right. And so, you know, I've done projects where it adds like five, six hundred bucks on the end of a tab. And I'm like, oh, sorry. (laughs) That's called life. Sorry. (laughs) That's called Colorado, baby. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Trust me. We say that every day. It's called California. Good luck. Oh, oh, yeah. No kidding. (laughs) So um, do you have a place to live already? Uh, good old mother-in-law's house. Oh, nice. There you go. Yep. Party. Yeah. I'm honestly psyched, though, because I hit the jackpot with my in-laws. I mean, day one, they have treated me like their own daughter. And um, oh my God, they, they love me very, very, very good. And um, it was funny when Matt and I, so Matt and I got married the 19th and then I think on like the 20 September 26th or 27th, his mom and stepdad were doing a road trip. And um, she, I think they had a plan to go to Zion. And when we said like, Hey, we're getting married, which was like a two week notice. um, She sneakily changed her plans to be able to make, make it to Denver instead of Zion, which we were absolutely thrilled about. And, um, and we went out and we're getting drinks and stuff. And, um, we had approached them and said, you know, Hey, we're thinking about moving back to Portland and, you know, we want, we really want to save up to buy a house. Would you guys consider letting us stay with you? And like instantly she was like, yep, just tell me when I'll move oh the room gosh. around. Oh and so gosh. yeah, her <laughs> and uh, Ken and Greg have been like busy just getting everything ready for us. And so, yeah, the gratitude that I have there is just it, words can't describe i'm really really excited about it that is you guys so are freaking rad. moving animals too right you have two dogs oh yeah yeah we have two uh we have an english bulldog and a frenchy boston terrier mix and um grandma's house is like their favorite place in the entire world oh um, my gosh. they turn into different dogs because they have there's a yard there and it's just calm and nice and um I mean, grandma's house is their favorite place. It's my favorite place. I'm hoping that one day we get to buy that house instead of having to house hunt because oh that, that's hands down one of my favorite places in the whole world. And um, Their so yeah, house? Yeah, I love their house. It's Oh my God. It's just, it's so cozy and it's it's in um, Oregon City, which is say about a 30 minute drive from Portland. Um, okay. And it's just like, there's trees everywhere and it's quiet and beautiful and calm. And yeah, so wow. we're- it sounds Keeping just my... like Los Angeles. Oh, I'm kidding. It's actually the opposite. <laughs> yeah, only it's out. It's like an hour and a half just to get to see one tree. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Um, what uh, where, what what 
direction is that from Portland? Oh, God, you're asking those directionally challenged Oh, person. sorry. I, okay. I just yeah, yeah. figured out that the mountains were west here in Denver. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's it's going to be like southeast-ish, okay. I yeah, think. Yeah. Gotcha. Cool. Yeah. Okay, guys. Uh, it's a part of the program where it's five o'clock somewhere. Uh, mm-hmm. Melina, are you ready to take another dive into this? Yep. I'm ready. Okay. Uh, question number one. What is the first thing you'll eat when you get to Portland? Thai food. Without a doubt, Thai food. Really? Is Denver oh not my. a good Thai place? Oh, Thai food is garbage here in Denver. <laughs> garbage. That makes me so sad we're not going. Sierra, if you're listening, love you. Sorry, Brady. Bye. We're not coming. Yeah. No, I'm no. just kidding. They have good ramen. Um, for the most part, there's a few good, like, solid ramen spots here. And surprisingly, like, Matt and I found, like, a really kick-ass sushi spot. Um, there's a few good sushi spots, but there ain't shit for ramen here or for uh, Thai food. Um, so yeah, there's, there's this restaurant. I was just messaging my friend Alex about this restaurant called Nisen in North Portland. And that's one of my like top three favorite Thai food spots. Um, yeah, we're getting Thai food for sure. Okay. Question number two. Awesome. Um, sorry. Besides the people, biggest thing you'll miss about Denver. (sighs) my plants it's <laughs> a given yeah the yeah. people the people are definitely number one um but i think yeah i mean that it is the people um yeah it's it's hard to think of anything else the community that we've that we've gotten to build here um just through like my clients and these friendships that i've created um truly outstanding um the the incredible people that I've gotten to meet and get to call my friends and stuff. Um, yeah. But I'd also right. say, I mean, mountain views too. You can't, you can't go wrong with, Oh yeah, that you can't go true. wrong with a view of the Rocky mountains and okay. And our apartment. I, I am in love with this apartment. I'd like to honestly, if I could just cut it out and take it with you, like transplant <laughs> it to Portland and turn it into a house, it'd be like, Perfect. Ideal. Or like attach it to your in-laws and then you'd yeah. be like the best <laughs> oh house oh I've ever God. had on Ideal. the planet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, our apartment, I'd say we, we found an apartment that it was, this building was built in the 1900s and there's crown molding and original wood floors and um, there's just a ton of character. And, like, you know, we, we got engaged, you know, in our bedroom and, you know, we, we, we created a business in the living room and, you know, I built my first moss wall right behind me on our dining room floor. So it's, I'd say this apartment for sure is definitely the best. That's so cool, the memories. Yeah. Question number three, <clears throat> what plants are you taking with you? Did you take the Monstero Albo plant that you talked about in our last pod? Yeah. Did you I'm sell a- that? I saw you selling a bunch. <laughs> I thought I saw it being sold maybe. <clears throat> I... I put some feelers out there because, so I got, I purchased that plant wholesale and as you know, most, not a lot of people know, but you know, there's, there's a market for rare plants. And um, when I bought the plant wholesale, it had five leaves on it and it was a little over $400. Um, wow. And that the wholesale, that was a steal. And so now it's grown and I think it's at like 12 leaves now and it's just big and beautiful and I'm obsessed with it. But I was like, you know, if I 
if I could get 20, 100 to 30 grand for this baby, like I'm not going to say no. Because um, yeah. clearly somebody who would want to pay that much money uh, would take very good care of it. Um, but no, I had a lot of inquiries wondering how much it would be. And everyone was like, Haha, you're a psycho. So no, <laughs> you will not be purchasing this. But um, yeah, so the elbow, <clears throat> I and bringing with and honest and then we have um this giant spiky thing behind me that you can kind of see um which was one of the first plants that we brought into our apartment when we moved here so that has some sentimental value and then we have a just classic monstera um delicio said that uh, we actually got a clipping from from the jeweler that we got our my engagement ring at um, awesome. So those are the three plants that I will be taking with, um, but a lot have been sold. Um, since we spoke last, I've uh, gotten to collect a six and a half, seven foot tall giant euphorbia cactus, and um, oh I'm selling that to a very good friend of mine that I know will take good care of it, but that one breaks my heart. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that one hurts. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Okay, um, question number four. Name the most difficult plant to keep alive. Just so you know, we killed an orchid real quick. Those are not fun. I hate orchids. I hate them. I kill them. <laughs> I kill orchids, so don't feel bad. I think every, I think every, honestly, I think everybody does. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> I think, who was it? There was a rapper. There was some rapper. I can't even remember who it is. Like rapper from like the 80s, 90s maybe, who like loved orchids and he had like this whole like orchid greenhouse and he would go in and miss them all the time. I'm gonna think of it, of course, like after we get off this call. Yeah. But um, but to answer your question, I would say there's this plant called a sizzle frizzle. <laughs> a sizzle frizzle? Sizzle frizzle. Oh. Yeah, look that God. baby up. I'm um, doing it right now. <laughs> Yeah, for the listeners, it's like it has all of these really, uh, oh really God. thin sprigs, and at the top of them they curl really tightly. It's a beautiful plant, um, yeah. but particularly in Colorado, they can be really, really hard to keep alive. Before I knew how difficult they were to keep alive, um, that was my nursery had a lot of them come in. That's a pretty common plant that they'll get in um, with their inventory. And so I'd get a few to sell and stuff. And I probably brought like four or five home for my own just to like, you know, investigate how to keep a plant alive. Cause you know, as I was growing this business, I was also learning a lot too. Yeah, and um, I couldn't do it. I couldn't keep them alive to save my life <laughs> or theirs. <laughs> um, but we did have, um, we had one friend who he um, unfortunately recently passed away and he got a sizzle frizzle. And I don't know how, but he kept that thing alive and it grew and it was beautiful. And now uh, one of our mutual friends has it. And, you know, we say like, all right, we've got to keep it alive for Scotty. And yeah, so, uh, sweet. yeah, so the plant is still thriving, um, still doing good. But for whatever reason, I have a black thumb and it's just as a frizzle. Mm -hmm. yeah. I love the okay. name. <laughs> yeah, it's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, question number five, our last question. We kind of hit on this during our conversation, but uh, if you do an overview, what did living in Denver teach you, and what do you think moving back home will do for your soul? Denver taught me 
God, I might start crying saying this. <laughs> um, yeah, Denver, Denver taught me my self-worth and it taught me um, how to be relentless in the pursuit of my, my happiness and my life. And, um, you know, I think that, God, I hope that everyone like has, you know, if there's one thing that COVID taught them is that, you know, we only have one life to live on this earth. And, you know, if you don't live it the way that you want to and live it in a way that makes you proud and, you know, excited for whatever you're doing, you know, even through the, you know, random times, um, you know, you should be, you should be excited and psyched on the life that you're living. And if you're not, then you need to do something to change that. And Denver absolutely gave me that and helped me grow into that. And so then being able, I think it's another thing too, that I'm also maybe a little bit nervous about going to Portland with, um, is just how much I've changed and how much Matt has changed and who we are now. And you know, going back to Portland, I think we do have a fear of like, what happens if we get there and we settle in and we're like, shit, we don't want to be here. It changed or, you know, <laughs> it's different or, you know, it's just not what we romanticized while we were gone. Um, but yeah, I think being able to take that back to Portland will be good. And then I think Portland, I think we talked about this last time too, is with the water and being away from water here in Denver and then all the water in Portland, just being able to drive over a river um, and the bridges and stuff. I think that is a big thing that will definitely ignite my soul is just being around the greenery and the water and, you know, my people who have become, you know, my chosen family and my blood family. Um, and then the food, because Portland's food scene is just, you know, incredible so yeah. i'm very excited to be back with the food and yeah true That's that awesome. yeah well thank you melina Lindsay, for giving us an update on hummingbird roots on Absolutely. you blowing up your life we'll have to check back in in a <laughs> yeah. little bit and see how you've all how you've settled how the new plant is settled in the new pot yeah did you like that well, did you like i that, did everybody? that was a good one <laughs> that was a great one <laughs> Didn't you give uh, her the plant tress as well? Yes, you are the plant tress. I hope you I keep am. that going. Oh yeah, I'll need to put that on my business card. That's right. When we redo yeah. our business cards, I'll have to put that there instead of plant lady, the plant tress, <laughs> going by Julie Slater. <laughs> right, yeah, right. there you go. I'll need a small percentage of all the yep. uh, commissions. Come Gladly. <laughs> At least you right, know it well, won't be taxed. Uh, yeah, right. At least it won't have sales tax. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, thanks for coming back to the pod, and thank you for living your dreams. Mm-hmm because you have to. All right, welcome to the Afterpod, where we talk about our guest after they leave the room. That was Melina Lindsay, formerly Melina Frenzel. Lena, Lena, Bobina, Banana Fan. I wonder if she ever got that. Oh, that's oh. just my silly, yeah. silly head. Uh, that's Anyways. pretty exciting. It is a, you know, I know Frizzaday, you haven't left Los Angeles, but uh, when you no. leave, you leave from one city to another. There's so many emotions that go on. Um, sometimes you're like, wow, this is so exciting. There's sometimes there's moments like, oh, my God, I might have made the biggest mistake of my life. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of crazy. Like she put all that time into starting a company and then, oh, gee, I'm just going to move it. But you do it one place, you can do it another place. I'm glad that she's keeping hummingbird roots. 
I know, me too. I, I, you know, it, this episode could have gone way longer because just with, with what she was saying about, you know, oh, we both have grown since coming here and we both have done this. And I was just like, are you kidding me? You guys are like, we're in your 20s when you went there. Now you're in your early 30s. That right there in itself is a big change in people's lives. Your 20s are one thing, you're one decade. Your 30s are another, you know, and so forth. I just wish yeah, my I, family lived somewhere cooler so that I'd be like, oh, I'm going to move back home. <laughs> Where are you going? Michigan? Michigan. <laughs> oh. <laughs> just kidding. Laura, we love you. We love, and we love Michigan. I think this is going to be a cool, fun, and wild chapter for their, you know, the next part of their life. You know, in in the last podcast when we talked to her, she also said she wasn't super outdoorsy, and I think that's kind of funny to live in Denver and not be outdoorsy. Well, first off, by the way, you're born in Oregon and or pretty much near Portland, which is trees everywhere yeah, in how that are you state. Not outdoorsy? And then Denver, another state, more mountains. She likes the outdoors, but doesn't physically. Yeah climbing mountains but yeah um that's pretty neat i'm so glad that she's taking her favorite plant i was gonna say you're selling that favorite plant but i guess if she could have gotten three grand for it yeah Yeah. start another one sorry plant yeah i was telling you i i googled that plant and a small one was like 12 selling for 1200 bucks i was like what yeah (laughs) that's crazy i know well, that's pretty cool. I'm so glad we had her back on. It is really fun to check in with guests and just see yeah. where they've gone. You know, the last time we talked to her, she still had was working at Trader Joe's while running her company. Then right after I think we spoke to her, she left Trader Joe's because her company was soaring and she's doing really well. And that was so it's kind of neat. She's doing so successful, you know, like, okay, let's do something else. I'm going to move. Yeah, right. It's fun. It is. It's. I know. And I have still, I was like, wow, your favorite house, if you could have any house, is actually your, your in-laws' yeah. house. And they get to live there for a little, you know, or what, however long, I'm sure. Yeah. That's, that's really cool. Yeah, that's really nice. It's nice to have family like that, you know, that can take you in and, and that you actually enjoy being with each other. That's a special thing. That's why we're moving into Laura. I know. And Laura and Bill's, Bill's house, yeah. When they move yeah, somewhere family were coming we still coming <laughs> that's hilarious all right another great episode of the pod thank you guys for tuning in uh, until next time next time it is thanks for listening to the cuz i have to podcast you can find us on instagram at cuz i have to podcast wow that's easy you can contact us at cuz i have to podcast at gmail.com if you know somebody living their dreams, let us know about it and please share, share the, the podcast, podcast on your socials Help us grow this baby. We want to rock this year. 2023 is us. We are coming for you. I don't know what that means, that we're coming for you, but it feels good. All right, until next time.